0: Podcast by committee is brought to you by Game Time, your new go to app for the best deals on last minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts. And because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last minute deals with prices up to 60% off. And a reminder, like we do every time we talk about Game Time here it's not just sports, you get theater, you get music, there are events, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so don't just think of it, I know it says Game Time, but don't just think of it as a sports thing. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. <laughs> Podcast by committee, your most favorite. Well, maybe it's your second favorite show here on the Athletic Network. Uh, the present company has two of them. So maybe it's your third, actually. Give me Piano finally. Uh stoops to our level and says yes to an invitation to doing one of our shows after about eight months of us trying. So Amy, welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: Hi, Nanda. Thank you so much, you know, for finally having me on. I like. I'm not sure if some of this revisionist history. You asked me like one time. All right. I'm on now. I'm happy to be here. I love uh, I love being on your podcast, Nando.
0: <laughs> you don't know that if you've never. Well, I mean, you kind of were on one many moons ago, which got you the ban. Yeah, that's what you were on one in the background without a microphone after lying about having prior commitments.
1: I did not. I truly did have a meeting that day. I really
0: did. Right. But now I'm here.
1: A, I don't have a meeting a right now. You're dog
0: sitting today, right?
1: <laughs> Again, I am truly dog sitting today.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Amy, welcome.
1: Yes. Thank you. How's that? Is that I'm better? very happy.
0: Nicer? We're so happy to have you.
1: Let's just throw I'm very happy to be here.
0: Let's throw the past away. Um, you can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy underscore Parlapiano. Uh, you can also do The Athletic NFL on Twitter, I guess, if you want to be a company, company woman, right? Do you prefer one or the other?
1: Yeah. Uh, my, like my personal account is fine. Uh, the Athletic NFL also is where you can read all of the uh, national stories, so you can follow that too.
0: Why not do both, right? Yeah, do both. Uh, the underscore is that was the amy parlapiano is there another one out there who stole the non-underscored <laughs> one
1: i don't think so i think i just thought it would like look fancier and more professional if i did the underscore you know so people don't get confused with the uh, no spaces in between the name i don't know I, most people have underscores it just seems like a thing
0: really i wouldn't have thought that i just use capital letters to differentiate you know where my first name oh, that's and smart my too name.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. I should uh, should consider that next time. Next maybe time. I'll maybe I'll try to change. Next time I make my Twitter account again.
0: Well, it's it's wonderful for you to be here, and your Twitter account is lovely. I went pretty far back to try and figure out your <laughs> oh, God. your fandom. Because well, look, I got a question here for you about the Jets, but uh, I assumed you were a Giant. You just hold yourself like a Giants fan, so I thought you would have been a Giants fan. Oh.
1: Wow, I'm not sure what that means, but thanks. I think.
0: Yeah, it's a compliment. <laughs> no, I guess it's better it's than holding yourself
1: like a Jets fan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, let me just um, let's skip ahead yeah. to that. Are you? Is this the worst the Jets have ever made you feel this year?
1: Ooh, uh, they've made me feel very, very bad. So I don't know that this is the worst. Although it, it has had some of the worst losses I've seen recently. Like they have now lost to two previously winless teams this year. Uh, which was not great, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's like their expect- the expectations were higher this year. We were kind of waiting to see a turnaround from Darnold that didn't come really, so it's been, a, a, you know, a pretty miserable, but uh, I'm kind of used to it with the Jets, so it, I don't know that I would say it's the worst, but it's been pretty bad.
0: Do you look at Ryan Tannehill right now, and you're like, oh man, Adam Gase is going to destroy Sam Darnold the way he destroyed, <laughs> apparently, Ryan Tannehill?
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking about that a lot this morning. Weirdly, I was just like, because it's—it really is an indictment of him that he, you know, his whole thing was he's brought to be this QB whisper, and he's gonna bring the best out of all these guys, and he couldn't do that with Ryan Tannehill, and now Ryan Tannehill is like greatest quarterback ever, apparently, that he wasn't able to be with Adam Gase. So it doesn't make me feel great about what Gase is going to be able to do with Sam Darnold. Uh, we clearly didn't see much progress. We saw some progress this year at points, but uh, nothing to make us that optimistic about the future. Well, really
0: he had mono. I mean, have you ever had mono?
1: Yeah, he did have mono. I have never had mono. Um, and I feel very bad. That sucks. I know a lot of people who've had it, and it, it sounds totally miserable. Um, have you had mono?
0: I did. I did. I did. Okay. I had it.
1: How long were you out for? It was fresh Were you also out for five weeks? It was
0: freshman year at college. Yeah. I, oh, I milked it for everything. Like I wouldn't go to classes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have mono. It was your typical. I was a bad college freshman, but yeah, it was.
1: Who was like, who among us were good college freshmen? No one that I know. I'm
0: sure there are a few. Probably the people above us. I'm assuming. <laughs> probably, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our bosses, uh, probably. But yeah, I got mono. Sure. It was yeah. bad. Okay. It- but it was—it was—you have this sore throat that just like lingers forever, and you just kind of like, please don't punch me in the stomach because my appendix could explode. So yeah, or my that spleen. made me I'm sorry, super spleen. nervous when yeah. they,
1: yeah, when they put him back in, and they were like, "Watch out! If he gets hit in the spleen, he could die." I was like, "This seems yeah. to me <laughs> unsafe. Yeah. I really feel like maybe we should let him sit out a little longer so that his spleen doesn't explode."
0: Yeah, please for the future okay of now. this franchise. Are you uh, are you in the fire? Are you fire Adam Gase camp? Are you allowed to be partial at all as the
1: um, national editor for yeah, the I mean, NFL I still here? Still have at the my <laughs> I still have my still have my fandom. Um, I don't think they should fire him. I don't. I'm not very optimistic, and I think they probably will fire fire him next season. I think they should if they have another bad season. Um, but I'm not sure that firing him right now would necessarily solve anything. I don't know. It, it would kind of just kind of put them in the camp of I I never necessarily like really agree with firing a coach after one year I think you need a little bit longer so we'll see what happens next year and then I do think that if it's a flop again they should definitely fire him um but I'm not sure that like firing him now after this season is gonna necessarily change much or like make anybody that much more excited about the future of the franchise or the players make the players feel necessarily good about the future so I think they should give it one
0: more year well, Do you apply the same logic to, like, Freddie Kitchens? Because that team that seems, seems a little more of a disaster than the Jets in many yeah, ways. Yeah,
1: that's a little different. I feel like just because of the way that everything went last year and and all the expectations that came with it, I, I think the Jets' expectations were higher, high, I should say, or higher than they have been in the past, but, like, it's nothing compared to what the expectations were for the Browns. And so much of what has happened with the Browns has been some – Kind of bad coaching I, I don't think that Freddie kitchens necessarily is uh, a good coach or had had the enough experience to be a head coach um maybe he will be one day but like I, I don't think he has had that experience to make him a good head coach right now so i think that's a little bit different with kind of how much of a disaster it's been there with all the stuff that's happened and then you know when he wore the the pittsburgh started its shirt after the garrett stuff it just he's not doing himself any favor so i could see that one Uh, I could see him being fired there, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with it. But I think generally, my thought is you should, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think it solves anything to fire a coach after
0: one year. Gotcha. Uh, I won't make this all about coaches getting fired, I promise. Um, Let's plug your own (laughs) shows. By the way, Amy uh, hosts not one, but two shows here. Um, The Mailroom, which is where you grab kind of very good, smart people across the football landscape and ask them questions from – listeners readers whoever wants to send in a question how can they do how do they do that
1: uh yeah so i publish a kind of discussion topic about the day before we do the mailroom show and i say submit your questions for whomever it is so our recent one we did Susie Colbert. so it said you know submit your questions for Susie Colbert. um we send out uh, a push alert um and then you can leave your questions in the comment section there and then i go through them and pick a few of my favorite ones or one of the ones I think, uh, some of the best ones that I see. And then I ask them uh, to the guest. And so it's the subscribers questions that are kind of curated by me.
0: Oh, so you get final. So there weren't a lot of Joe Namath questions on the Susie Colbert one? Well,
1: (laughs) there were, but I had to (laughs) uh, (laughs) filter those out. Um, So yeah, it's like you kind of go through, You get there are some good questions, there are some questions that might not work as well. and then you know I try to pick quite a few, and then I know that you know we're probably not going to get through all of them. Most of the time, we really only get through a few, um, and then. But I try to have enough that, like, if I need more, you know, we're able to kind of go back to what the subscribers asked. And and usually we get a lot from the subscribers. So if you want to ask a question, uh, I'll let you know who the next guest is. And we, you can uh, submit your questions via discussion topic. <laughs> or, like, look for a pitch alert on your phone. That's usually uh, how we do it.
0: Well, for people who uh, who aren't subscribers to The Athletic, they can check it out. I think, we oh, you know what, we got a 40% off code, theathletic.com. We got the, the athletic.com slash PBC, uh, which stands for podcast by committee. Uh, use that for 40% off. If you're listening, this show is on iTunes, Amy. This this is a show for the people. It's free. Uh, so <laughs> our shows many are free too. It's just subscribers. The
1: asking the questions.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, but you've got for, to be just a subscriber. Yeah.
1: Just to submit you, questions. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you want to submit you can and, listen to it for free. But you gotta be a part of it. That's you know, the mail room. It's fun. You want to send True. in your questions.
1: It's true. I say your name, you know, if you happen to get selected, I will read your name out. And uh, it's a thrilling moment, I'm sure. Benefits. For anyone who's ever submitted a question.
0: Benefits of a subscription. They just keep coming. <laughs> um, and your other sh- your other show, your second show, Amy, uh, is the Power Ranking Show, right? With Lindsay?
1: Yeah, I do that. We're actually recording that today at 3.30.
0: Nice. So. Nice. Um, you, uh, I believe you, have to do the same like we are brother and sister and having to chase down beat writers to get answers actually so is beller our producer he knows that we're all we're all kind of a (laughs) in it together for the power ranking
1: yeah it's a crazy world out there we so we used to last year actually um i had the beat writers sending me specific gifts for each team because in our power rankings file we'll do a gif on the beat um for the team um, but sometimes that was difficult getting gifts for each one <laughs> from, uh, from the writers. So I now have made myself a gift master and I select all the gifts myself. Um, so that cuts that out a little bit of time of, of, uh, well, it creates a lot of time for me to pick gifts, but it also like, I don't have to chase uh, people down quite as much, uh, for that at least. So I don't know how, how your experience is with that Nanda.
0: Um, you know, basically I actually just last week sent some notes to people who were like the first ones. Maybe you feel the same way. Like uh, Nikki Javala and like Jeff uh, Zrebek are like two of the first ones to uh, – they always fill it out. And like when you go to the file, like after you send it, you, like, you look in there and they're in there. And so like I don't know if people have to do this anywhere else in real life, but I sent them thank you. I'm like, thank you so much. Like I want to I wanna buy <laughs> yeah, you a drink. I do that too. Yeah. It's like you, you have no <laughs> yeah. idea. Like it may seem little on your end, but it's so nice to just see it there. I love it.
1: Yeah, Jeff is amazing about that. Uh, Pretty much every our Ravens beat writer, Jeff, um, pretty much anytime we have a beat writer collaborative project, and there are a few who are who are pretty fast with it. uh, But Jeff always, you know, there was one time I needed something from him, um, and he had. A night game to cover that night and like at 5 a.m he sent me the like full text that I needed <laughs> I was like I you could have had taken a day you know in between these things yeah but, um so yeah shout out to Jeff Jeff Rebecca, our Ravens beat writer
0: and it's kind of cool because I like before I came here he was like one of those writers that I'd follow I'm like, he's really good you know try to get him on our serious show back in the day um and now it's kind of like it's, it's not like I'm meeting my hero but it's kind of neat to like just to see that he's a good dude, you know, like you hold him up on this pedestal like this guy's an amazing beat writer. And then you kind of see him behind the scenes like what a great guy. It's nice.
1: Yeah, you should tell him that he's your hero.
0: I, tell <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said if he, you know what, he's probably listening to the show and I, I think yeah, this is enough for him just to be warmed. Yeah, they listen to every show. I know. I know how that works. Amy, <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about the Ravens. Your fantasy footballer. Would you take Lamar Jackson at the end of the first round next year?
1: Ooh, um, yes, I would, because just because of his, uh, obviously dual threat ability, what he's been able to show this year, um, what he's been able to do on his feet, what the, what they're the kind of play calls that they're making for him, the amount of production that he's been getting, um, it's better than pretty much any other kind of run game that they have set up anywhere. He's kind of more effective than pretty much any running back, and he's able to throw the ball as well. So I would take him – I would probably take him in the first round next year.
0: That's. I mean, it's. I think I would too, and I remember – I know you're a fantasy football historian, so I don't have to explain this to you, but for everyone else listening, (laughs) um, when Michael Vick was in his prime and Matthew Berry, before he went to ESPN, we were – the Talented Mr. Roto was the website – And he took Michael Vick in the first round in like an expert league draft. And people haven't let him forget that. And I think it's kind of nice now to see like it actually come to fruition. Like it was actually not, it was a bad move because he had a bad season, but you know, if you got 900 rushing yards, that's, that's on your quarterback. That's huge. So I agree with you.
1: Yeah. I would do that too. Willemar Jackson has done this year is is crazy. We haven't seen anything like it before. And I don't know if we'll see it again next year like it, it you know we'll see it seems like everything is in place there for it to happen again for him to continue to produce the way that he has uh, and obviously teams are going to start to get potentially a better feel for how to actually cover him but it's still the, the play design there the coaching staff they have in place like it's going to make it really tough so he's uh I would definitely uh I I'd, I'd definitely pick him next year and I think that he's He's just so fun to watch, I and mean, I'm just having a blast watching him every week.
0: How are your teams this year? Were they your team teams? I know you've carried multiple in years past.
1: So I have in years past. So, Nando, I have something to tell you, and I hope I don't get kicked off uh, this fantasy podcast. I actually did not play fantasy football this year. It's like the first oh. year in a while I have not played. I Why? was going to, and then I don't know. It was just the kind of thing where it was like I think I was thinking about it, and then it just kind of – it was like it was there, and then I forgot to do it, and it was just a weird like. But I did give a lot of advice to people early, like in um, over the summer when they were drafting. Uh, so I feel like that's been my impact. Not all very good advice, actually. Was it, well, it was yeah, this is advice.
0: weird. This is a very weird year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, my a lot of advice I would kind of give about quarterbacks. Actually, Alex Abnos, shout out to him. Our, soccer, our table, mate. Athletic, also, our yeah, table yeah, mate, our table, table mate, table buddy. Um, I was with him when he was drafting his team. And I think I told him, he was asking about quarterbacks, which has been a very weird year for quarterbacks. And I think I had said, like, Sam Darnold's going to be, like, breakout player of the year. You should definitely take him and have him as your starter. And so I think he did. And then I think I had also – someone else I think I had told about Baker Mayfield. And then maybe someone else about Carson Wentz. So just, like, really terrible quarterbacking advice from me. So that would be – maybe don't ask me for advice next year.
0: But those that wasn't bad advice. Those weren't wrong assumptions to make.
1: Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, I feel bad about the Sam Darnold one, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Uh, hopefully, Alex, hopefully your team is still doing okay. Haven't heard any updates, so. <laughs> well, I'm sure
0: by week four, did you, he had to have dropped him by week four.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? I, like, once I he was out with
0: up. the mono, you're like, yeah, see you later. Yeah, well, I can yeah, pick someone mono, else up right now. I forgot now.
1: about the mono that happened early, and then, like, his first game back, or when was the Patriots game, the, like, seeing ghost game, when he was the worst? <laughs> <performance> <laughs> that was the ever. second. That was like That was the
0: second game back.
1: Yeah. Okay. His first yeah.
0: game back, well, he went bananas.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's. It's been a weird year. I'm already forgetting yeah. all the like ups and downs of Sam Darnold's uh, good and bad year, mostly bad.
0: Yeah, maybe you're a Jets. Maybe I was wrong about you giving off Giants fan vibes. We just don't talk <laughs> at length <laughs> enough. <laughs> Apparently
1: not. You yeah, see very it. quickly my like general <laughs> air of misery and <laughs> sadness.
0: Let's let me. Let, you know, relatedly. Let me get back to the rundown that we made for the show. So I'm not just all over the place because yes. <laughs> um, I did. I want your opinion on Tom Brady because a lot of people are talking about Tom Brady. Yeah. He's done. Uh, he's fall Michael Salfino just wrote in his scouting notebook that he fell off a cliff. Um, what do you think? Is Tom Brady done or is this just one of those Patriots things where they're playing chess and he's just kind of playing possum and he'll explode at the end of the year?
1: I don't think he's done. would I would not going to be the person that says that he's done. I do think he's declining. I, I think that we can't tiptoe around that. That's it's quite clear. Um, his numbers are obviously down this year. I think Michael Lombardi wrote something yesterday about its, its lowest yards per attempt since the 2002 season. Uh, obviously they're not really scoring much you know he's definitely declining he's missing some throws it's not just about the lack of Gronk or the explosive weapons that's obviously a huge part of it but you know his kind of what we've come to expect from Tom Brady uh, has not been there this year and I think that partly yeah that is due to his age because he's old and this happens to everybody else except him so far so it's not crazy that he would be declining I do think that you know, the thing with him, which has just always been the case and was the case again against the Chiefs in, in some of these games that they've played, he'll play poorly for a while and then just like around like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, it's just like activate robot Tom button goes off and then it's just like suddenly he's making all the plays again and, and putting them in position to, to come back and win. Um, obviously, it didn't you know, follow through this time against the Chiefs, like that throw uh, to Edelman in the end zone, uh, you know, they weren't able to connect. We, you know, I feel like in years past, that would have uh, would have been a touchdown, but in, in this year, things are just a little bit off. It was kind of representative of how things have been so far with him. Um, and so, you know, I don't think he's done. I think that he's still a threat in the playoffs, obviously. Um, but I do think that they they can't, like, they're going to have to start scoring more and faster, and they just can't count on this idea of, like, fourth quarter activate mode all the time because the teams, you know, team like the Ravens and team like the Chiefs, those teams are going to be able to score and get up early, and they're not going to want to be playing, you know, the Patriots aren't going to be able to continue to come back all the time late against teams like that. So I would say, no, he's not done, but yes, he is declining, and I do think that, like, there is, I don't think it's crazy to think that the Patriots aren't going to, to win it all this year just because there are teams that are clicking on, in all facets of the game right now in the AFC, and the Patriots are not one of them right now. So we'll see how it turns out in the playoffs. But I, uh, you know, there's always a chance that he'll just go off and be crazy again in the playoffs. Uh, so he's he's never totally dead, I guess is what I would say.
0: Well, fill in the blank then. Uh, Amy am I? is—do you say Parlapiano, right, or do you Parlapiano—
1: Parlo piano. Parlo piano? That's right. the, the I it's like the proper pronunciation. Most people say parlo piano. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you wanna if you wanna sound you sound very fancy when you say it, Nando. Parlo piano. <laughs>
0: uh, I've got a lot of family in Italy. I speak I'm very, you know, <laughs> I'm fluent in the language, so I see Parlo Piano and I'm like, okay, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Um Emmy Parlo Piano's unlikely Super Bowl winning team is
1: Okay. So I've been thinking about this. Okay,
0: nice. All right. So,
1: <laughs> okay. So I think the, an unlikely team that is still, you know, it's not that crazy of an answer would be a team like the Vikings. I think that they have been – I think they are arguably, arguably better than the Packers this year or have been. And I think when they have put together balanced performances, they are very dangerous. Um, they're strong on defense when their offense is clicking – They've been able to score a lot. They are a, a team that I think could, you know, you know, if they assuming they have the sixth seed. Right. That's part of where they're slated unless they fall apart and don't make the playoffs. They will probably have the sixth seed. Um, I think that they could, you know, put together a couple upsets and then uh, potentially make it to the Super Bowl Um on the AFC side, my like kind of crazy answer is the hottest team in the NFL right now, the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, wow. best quarterback. Um, I can't actually see them winning the Super Bowl, to be clear. But uh, the that AFC was the que- is a that little was the different question, than the though, NFC. Maybe. I know, but uh, what I would say is the AFC is different than the NFC in terms of – that's why my – the Vikings are like my real answer because I actually can see them winning. The Titans, I can see them potentially getting there because the path in the AFC is, you know, obviously the Ravens are there and you're going to have to go through them, but I think that the path is a little bit clearer for teams to kind of put together some upsets in the AFC – uh, than in the NFC when they're just loaded with all these like really, really excellent teams. So that's why I would say a team that's super hot right now, like the Titans, could potentially carry that momentum for like a crazy playoff run. Although they're not even in the playoffs right now at the season of today. I think they're like the seventh seed right now. But I don't know. I'm kind of in on the Titans.
0: Well, you got the so the Vikings. I just quickly and quietly typed up, uh, pulled up the DraftKings sportsbook here. Uh, the Vikings are plus 2,500. The Titans are plus 4,000.
1: Oh my gosh. So if you find okay. yourself in
0: New Jersey yeah. in the next couple of days, or Nevada, I guess, or New York, at one of the upstate casinos, um, you should throw ten bucks down. Throw twenty down, Amy. Yeah, I,
1: I will. I'll feel you know feeling uh, feeling adventurous. Yeah, the Vikings. I could. I really do think that it wouldn't be crazy for them to win the Super Bowl. I, I think that they certainly have the ability to. They just kind of have to play a perfect, balanced game, which they've been inconsistent about doing.
0: Um, are you jangling your bracelets?
1: <laughs> no, that was the dog. I know, I <laughs> <that I'm> know.
0: <talking. laughs> I know. I'm
1: also jangling my bracelets, yeah.
0: <laughs> Old time radio. <laughs> I like how, so just pulling the curtain back a little bit, before the show, Amy's like, hey, the dog's asleep, so hopefully I don't wake it up while I'm talking for an hour. Uh, so <laughs> I guess that didn't work out.
1: It, it woke up. <laughs> Spoiler alert.
0: Does the dog not make a lot of noise?
1: It's very small and it right. like sleeps most of the time. So it doesn't, you know, it, it's pretty quiet.
0: No. Have you dog this is by the way, this is Amy dog sitting. This is not Amy's dog. I'm yeah. yeah. um, dog sitting. I- dog
1: sitting. Uh it's uh I've dog sat this dog before and I had dog scurrying. I had a dog growing up, so I'd like to think of myself as like pretty good with dogs, I would say.
0: Do you feel like I think you- this dog likes me? Can you not say no now because you've done it a couple times? Is it like uh I guess so? Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of it's like a weird like you kind of feel like uh you if you're around i feel kind of bad saying no but um it's pretty easy this dog's just chilling at my apartment it's not it's not very hard they're like staying with me instead of me going to somebody else's apartment so it's uh you know i'd recommend yeah sitting i mean dog sitting if they, like drop the dog off at your apartment <laughs> and it just like sleeps on your couch
0: uh, the vikings and dog sitting get the amy stamp of approval <laughs> Viking,
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and adam gase
1: to all of you
0: one more season of adam gase
1: <laughs> potentially like only half a season of adam gase if they like start like oh and eight or something i'm fine with them firing him mid-season
0: i want to but if you're sam darnold like so i know like at a normal job if you don't like your boss maybe you go to the boss's boss and be like look this person's a psycho and i can't and if you really believe sam darnold's like the man and he goes to the owner or the gm and he's like look man Adam Gase is terrible. He's ruining me. I don't know. I don't know if they'd be like, yeah, let's get him out of here before he destroys our you know, top draft pick, Cornerstone.
1: Yes. I would I would hope that if, if Sam Darnold went to them and said that, that they would get rid of him. Um, yes, I would hope so. I don't know. Hopefully that, that Sam Darnold doesn't feel like that yet. That would be a very bad sign if he feels like he totally hates his coach right now. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Sam Darnold seems like pretty low key. I can't imagine him like hating anybody. Just you know, he's just very. He seems very chill. That's just my general assessment of Sam Darnold. Well, I guess that makes Maybe it just he...
0: that makes it impactful if he's if he's like, hey, I'm just a normal guy. It's true. I hate this coach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hate this man. Yeah. Get rid of him.
0: <laughs> that would be a power move. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: It definitely would be. We'll see if it happens. Uh, Don't really think it will. We
0: got Don't off track again. Happens. You know, what's Todd Haley doing these days? I, that guy deserves another shot. He was a good offensive mind. Todd Haley? Yeah, I think he's just, he's just hanging here? around talking crap he's about Freddie Kitchens, around. I think. <laughs> you should have him in the mailroom, Amy. He'd be a great guest.
1: I, all right, I'll, I'll put out a feeler to Todd Haley. Do it. Todd, you want to come on the show?
0: Yeah. The mailroom with Todd Haley <laughs> would be amazing. you get so many Browns answers.
1: <laughs> all right well, you know it's a good idea thank you see todd i don't know what you're doing right now but <laughs> if you want to come on the mailroom
0: it's the athletic i've noticed that that name it's my cousin put it great he's like i no longer have to explain where you work when i then when people ask what your job yeah. is like so people the athletic <laughs> it's, it's just got this it's aura. Getting,
1: uh, people know now yeah yeah totally have yeah, an aura. see it's, it's it hope hopefully it's an aura that's enough for todd haley to come on <laughs> the speaking room.
0: of todd haley I got a question about the Steelers. Do you find them? Do you find them good? Where Where are you? Are you allowed to power rank? By the way, do you count your own vote or do you just use the beat writers?
1: I count my own vote. What? I uh, I vote in the spreadsheet. So we just have a spreadsheet and we all vote. Actually, this year it's only the it's the national writers who are voting. Last year it was all the beat writers for power rankings. We're doing the national writers this year. So uh, I vote. Um, where did I have the Steelers this year? That uh, this week. That is a good question. Um, I think I had them around like.
0: 12 or 13. All right. Um, that makes them good, right? That's quote-unquote a good team.
1: Yes. I had them at 13. So I think that the Steelers are, first and foremost, very well coached. I, I know that's kind of like a cop-out answer, but Mike Tomlin – is, has done an excellent job this year. Um, and, you know, he, he's proven himself over the years to be a very effective coach in, in times of when there's kind of a lot going on. And in places like, look at the Jets, when they had to go to their third string quarterback, didn't work out for them. And somehow, you know, it's working out for the Steelers with Duck Hodges. Um, but, you know, and I think that's a, that's all a lot to do with coaching. You know, you keep your team together, you're able to succeed. But I will say that I think coaching can get you – far I think it can get you to the playoffs but I think that the talent gap between the Steelers and some of these other teams that they might have to play in the playoffs is probably a bit too wide for them to go very far in the playoffs I think that right now they would end up they're at the sixth seed right now if the season ended today so I think they would play the Chiefs right now Um, you know the Chiefs are Better In terms of like often like the weapons that they have, they're just better. So I, I think that the, the talent gap there of like actual explosive playmakers is going to prevent the Steelers from advancing too far in the playoffs. But I think that they have done a great job with with what they have what they've had to deal with this year. And uh, that pretty much goes back to Tomlin kind of leading the leading the way there.
0: It's crazy when you like what they've they lost Ben Roethlisberger, you know, like all pro quarterback. They, you know, Le'Veon Bell gone for for really for two, the second season now, like one of the best, at least fantasy running backs in the game. I don't know how you feel about him currently. Uh, And then, uh, and then Juju Smith Schuster out, and Antonio Brown obviously gone. So, yeah, it's amazing that they're still even treading water, much less 12th in Amy's rankings.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like at the beginning of the year, it's funny. We had all these discussions about, you know, like. Quarterway way through the season who's your coach of the year pick and all of this stuff and back then it was like always between it was between like Sean Payton and Frank Wright because it was like the, Col- the, the Colts were doing well and the Saints were succeeding without Breeze and you know what the Colts had to deal with early in the season now it's really hard to argue that obviously like Shanahan the Kyle Shanahan is you know, probably going to win coach of the year. But Mike Tomlin should be right up there in the discussion because of what they've had to deal with. Other teams having to deal with these kinds of injuries or losses to star players probably would not be able to put together the kind of season that the Steelers have. And and so that's testament to Tomlin. And, you know, it's it's like like you just said, Nando, like think about all the players that they lost and the injuries that they've dealt with. It's nuts that they are still, like, that they are right now sitting in a playoff spot.
0: It's a good story. That's an easy team yeah, to root yes. for, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Right? Yeah, uh, true or false? The Dolphins are a fun team to watch.
1: True. Right. A punter threw a touchdown pass to a kicker.
0: Right. Best play
1: ever. Yes, <laughs> they're definitely fun to watch.
0: They should have beaten the Very Jets, true. right? True or false? I should have beaten the Jets.
1: Um. True. Oh, yeah, baby. Because the- <laughs> The, the i mean the the pi call was extremely inconsistent from what we've seen uh this season although that's kind of the story of all officiating this season um yeah i mean in terms of like like a call kind of screwing them over that's what happened to them against the jets but uh yeah they're fun they're they're weirdly fun they're not fun all the time i don't want to like watch them 24/7 but you know they've been in these games and i think that i think the tanking thing was put to bed a while ago because they've tried to win a lot of these games they haven't won many of them but they've been kind of uh and you know ryan fitzpatrick always kind of fun to watch because you never know what he's gonna do like could throw could throw like seven touchdowns could throw seven picks could do both in the same game who knows right so yeah i would say that they're i would say that they're fun to watch more fun than the other bad teams i would say
0: Uh, okay i like that actually that's we had chris perkins on the show uh about a week ago we can maybe two weeks ago at this point And he was saying, like, Brian Flores is, like, really, like, this team wants to win for Brian Flores. Like, he's hyped them up. They like him a lot. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Yeah. I got that. I think I had read that or seen that somewhere that, like, he's very well liked. And and he seems to – because he does weird and fun stuff, like these trick plays. And I think he's trying to win. He knows that his team's not very good. But, you know, they're doing what they can to try to make it at least slightly fun. So – I think that he'll be, uh, you know, we'll see what they're able to do in the draft and see if they're able to rebuild it all. But um, yeah, I think he's been, it seems like, as you said, it seems like they do like Flores. Well, that was Chris. That makes them kind of fun to watch. Yeah. As Chris said. As Chris said to you, who then said it to me.
0: Right. uh, (laughs) Wait, Chris is saying the same thing to everyone. I don't know. You know, Chris is another one on the good list.
1: Yeah, very true. Yeah, man, are we gonna do our like B writer power rankings on this podcast now? We're like, like talking about all our favorite beat writers. Who's your number one? Oh my god, I can't choose. Oh, fine. Um...
0: So political. <laughs> I don't think I could say that. I don't think you should.
1: Um, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> all
0: right, I would like to hear this. <laughs> you know, we should. We could. What we should do is start a system. Like, you know, we can't just. There has to be like like almost like rotisserie scoring, like um g- quickness of reply thoroughness of uh, their answers uh, general niceness <laughs> and slack we'd go right across and grade them on each one
1: general niceness and slack is a, a wonderful category
0: that you know that what I, I, there are a couple people in our company who just are uh, are very very nice and slack i've noticed they always put a little emoji under things that you know maybe jake Seely says and I, I i respect that
1: am i how nice am i on slack i
0: never see you on slack actually you're very quiet
1: all right. Well, you're reserved. Start talking on Slack more.
0: Just okay. give, give. Well, you know. Do you wave when new people are introduced? Do you hit the little wave button?
1: Uh, no, I don't. Uh, so maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not nice on Slack.
0: Amy, come on. It's not that you're not nice. It's just you know. <laughs> I'm
1: very sorry, to everybody. <laughs> it's Slack okay. I really didn't wait.
0: <laughs> All those people in our company who are listening to the show right now. It's yeah. <laughs>
1: Now they know the truth that yeah. I didn't wave at them.
0: <laughs> well, no, they know because they can see all the names when you hit. You know, you it's hold true, it down. Yeah, people just waiting. Why does not Amy acknowledge me with emojis <laughs> on my first day? I thought this place was cool. <laughs> anyway, I,
1: I have a lot to think about now.
0: Yeah, I'm glad this has been, this has been a learning experience. This show.
1: <laughs> it really has.
0: Make sure you follow Amy at Amy underscore Parlapiano on Twitter. <laughs>
1: The underscore is very important. It is. It is.
0: Or you get maybe the other Amy Parlopiano. <laughs> quick <laughs> I hits. I
1: have checked to see if there's
0: another one. Okay, the, really? On. You've never Googled yourself to see if there's like <laughs> another one floating out there?
1: Uh, not another Amy Parlopiano. I know there are like some other Parlopianos, but right. not uh, not Amy. Okay.
0: There's okay. another Nando DeFino, but he's my cousin. Like I know him. So. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Quick hits. Uh, I got some holiday quick hits. Are you big holiday? Christmassy?
1: Yeah. yeah, I love the holidays.
0: I didn't put these in the rundown so we could get like some honest, good answers from you. But just quick, quick answers. You ready? You nervous? You ready?
1: Yes. Uh, A little nervous. Yeah.
0: Okay. Quick holiday hits with Amy Parleviano. Hot cocoa with or without marshmallows? Uh, With. What are the top three Christmas movies or shows you need to watch to get into the Christmassy mood?
1: Ooh. Top three? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have always loved, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the, like, old claymation movie. That's sure. That's one of my favorites. Um, the Office episode, the Office Christmas episodes from season two and season three. I always like to watch, uh, the Christmas party ones. Um, and, ooh, does that count as three? Because I get two episodes of The Office. Sure, yeah, you know what, well, that's, yeah, okay. okay,
0: I'll count that as three. Okay. That's. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. Uh, sidetrack, have you ever seen the British Office Christmas special?
1: I have not, but I know that uh, that like i've I've seen clips from the British one, but I haven't seen the Christmas special. It's should very watch sweet. It? Is it good?
0: Yeah, it's very sweet. I don't know if you need okay. the context. You might need the context. Uh, maybe not because all the characters okay. are kind of the same.
1: Okay, We could talk about it's right. offline it offline too. Out. yeah, you should. okay, great. okay. Uh, well.
0: next question, do you still expect things in your stocking?
1: Yeah, like candy. I expect like okay. chocolate Santas. Okay. Specifically. Because <laughs> that's what I get every year. <laughs> a chocolate Santa.
0: <laughs> that's a totally different show that we could really break into that one and see. Like, tell us more about this Parlor Piano <laughs> okay. chocolate Santa tradition. <laughs> okay. All right. How many of the seven <laughs> fish do you have on Christmas Eve?
1: Ooh, we've actually never done the seven fish thing. Wow. So I'm a bad uh, Italian. No, thing, I don't really. think that. Come um, on. <laughs> no, we've actually never done my, my mom has always talked about doing it. Uh, but we host people um, on Christmas Eve and Christmas. And so then Christmas Eve, she kind of doesn't want to like cook as much as she does on Christmas. So we do a smaller thing of like, we do like cold cuts and mozzarella and prosciutto and stuff on Christmas Eve. and But no actual fish.
0: That's still a very Italian celebration.
1: Still very Italian, you're like yeah, you're like, like, a, yeah. and cheese and meat, yeah. It's <laughs> our Christmas Eve dinner.
0: You're like a pound of mortadella short of equaling <laughs> the seven fish. Exactly. Uh, do you know the difference between Anna and Elsa?
1: Yes, I do. Is, Anna is the redhead. Oh, do I need to explain it? Uh,
0: I would have taken you for your word, but go ahead. I would like to hear this.
1: <laughs> Anna is the redhead in Frozen, and Elsa is the one who sings Let It Go.
0: Okay, we we could have also accepted she can create ice and snow from her hands, but I guess you're watching the different a different movie.
1: <laughs> the Queen, the Ice Queen, or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, is Frozen a holiday movie?
1: No, it's not.
0: Do you find I watched oh, it I'm recently,
1: sorry. Actually, I'm oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Continue, please. Because <laughs> I got Disney Plus recently, so I, was, I like watched okay. Frozen, um, and it's not. Like, it's not Christmassy at all or holiday-themed. It's just, like, winter. And so I don't find that to be a holiday movie.
0: Uh, do you find fruit-flavored candy canes gross?
1: Mm, yeah, well, I hate mint, so I find kind of all candy canes gross, but I probably would prefer to eat a fruit-flavored candy cane than a normal candy cane because I don't like mint.
0: Why do you hate mint? What kind of gum do you chew?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't really chew gum, but... That like, wasn't one I, of like, the questions, I used to but... Chew, like, Okay. Well, I used to chew like juicy fruit when I was like a kid, and then uh, like cinnamon flavored and stuff, or like you, just not mint. I just hate mint.
0: That's weird. I'm trying to I think know what else. Kind of
1: weird. Everybody thinks it's very weird, but I just do.
0: So I like York peppermint patties, no go.
1: Ugh, no, no thin mints, like none of that.
0: Junior mints, no. Ugh, no.
1: Anything with mint, I'm not gonna like it.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Right, we'll stop. <laughs> Last question: How old is too old to get your picture with Santa Claus in the mall?
1: Ooh, um, like six, seven? Okay, okay, all right. Anything like like double? Once you're like ten, I feel like it's too old.
0: I take you weren't one of those cool kids in high school then who was like sixteen, like let's go get our picture with Santa Claus.
1: No, I never did that. Okay, I I would never do that. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) Did you do that?
0: No, of course not. Next question. (laughs) Well, that's it for the holiday quick hits. Uh, Let's move along. (laughs) A couple couple more football questions before we have to wrap up. Um, Here's a fun one. Someone calls you into the game. You got a quarterback, a game in the NFL. But uh, to help you along because of the weird circumstances, you get to pick your own wide receivers from all the wide receivers in the NFL. Which three do you choose?
1: Okay. Julio Jones, easy, because just – he can do anything and would make me look very good <laughs> because he'd be able to catch anything that I threw. Um, football talent alone, Tyree Hill, because I would need someone to – I would probably be throwing a lot of screens and would need someone very fast. who could just make explosive plays <laughs> with anything that I throw. Um, so Tyreek, I would take him. And then the third one, i don't—I'm there are like a couple. I'm trying to think here. Let's see. Kenny Galladay would be a very good deep threat. Or Cooper Cup, just in terms of kind of the difference that he adds to an offense uh, and some of his abilities to kind of beast mode through defenders uh, and his speed as well. So probably one of those guys. Maybe Cup. I'll take Cup. So it would be, let's we see, don't like Michael Jones, Thomas. Julio, Terry, Kill. I know I thought about Michael Thomas, but I thought that he might overlap like too much with – like. Julio's skill set a little bit, so I, I was trying to sure. just differentiate the kind of receiver skill sets. I would say. But yeah, Listen, you Julio's can have four. Three. We'll allow four. Oh, great. Then really I'll take Michael. Yeah, if you
0: want to. <laughs> okay, great. Um <laughs> great.
1: Last question I had in the rundown. Wow, the best quarterback ever. I'm gonna. Yeah, congratulations, Amy you just... <laughs> to <those guys>. Thanks.
0: <laughs> good luck. Uh, and your... but here's the catch: <laughs> Thanks, your coach Amanda. is Adam Gase.
1: Oh God. Your coach is Adam I Gase and your OC already. is Fred
0: Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs>
1: Oh, my
0: God. Um, uh, that's last terrible. question. It's a Cleveland question. Yes. Uh, do you feel like Odell Beckham is the most disappointing player in the NFL this season?
1: Um, yes, though, I would say he's tied with his own quarterback. I think the expectations for Baker Mayfield were as high, I would say. And I, think, I think they're kind of tied together. Like, the expectations for the two of them as a duo – were extremely high, and both of them have kind of failed to deliver um, on that. And so, you know, Baker and Mike Sando's like QB tiers piece that he does over the summer. Um, execs, I think, had Baker in the second tier already after what? So there are four total tiers, I think, and they had Baker in the second tier um, of quarterbacks after just one season. Uh, and so people thought very highly of him, and I think thought that he was going to potentially be in the first tier after this year, and that hasn't happened. So I would say Baker, also extremely disappointing. And together, the two of them, that unit, um, very like the most disappointing in the league.
0: It's really, the Baker Mayfield thing is kind of befuddling. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know.
1: It's weird, the kind of fall from what we saw from him last year. You know, maybe just sophomore slump stuff, and maybe he'll snap out of it next year. Maybe it's Kitchens. Maybe it's he's not really that good. You know, well, I don't know. We'll have to know. see next year. He's- but... Uh, Definitely the Browns and like everything about the Browns is just very disappointing.
0: He's missing Todd Haley. I think that's the problem.
1: (laughs) That's the answer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Gotta get Todd.
0: It's, we've got it all figured out here. Uh,
1: We do. uh, We have all the answers.
0: Last question for real. What happened to the dog?
1: The dog I'm dog sitting?
0: Yeah. I mean, it made a bunch of noise and then just suddenly went very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Suspiciously quiet. Beller texted me. He's like, I think the dog's dead, man. (laughs)
1: He went in the other room. He's like on the couch. I'm in. I'm at a desk in like my bedroom area, and then I think the dog walked out of the open door into the living room and is now on the couch.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Whatever you Brilliant say. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> I'll anyway. send you a
1: picture after.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks. That, that will make me feel much better than a stock photo of a dog I've never seen before. Thanks, Amy. That's that works. on, a, on that note. <laughs> Um, we'd like to thank Amy Piano for joining us. Be sure to check out her two podcasts, uh, the Mailbag. Oh, I'm sorry, the Mail Room. My bad, the Mail Room, <laughs> and the Power Ranking okay. Show. Uh, Mail Room with Todd Haley coming up next week, so get excited about that. <laughs> follow Amy on Twitter at amy underscore uh, Also give you know a little shout out to the Athletic NFL. It's a good, it's a good follow. It's run well. Do you run it? Does Lisa? Do you have a?
1: I do not anymore. The social team runs it now. They we've got uh, got a whole team who handles social stuff now. So I used to, but I no longer run it.
0: That's great. I'm envious. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. It's very well run now. It's like very timely, many up to date tweets. So you should check it out.
0: (laughs) Make sure you check it out. But make sure you go to Amy underscore ParloPiano first. Yeah, that's key. Again, yeah. Jets fan, Amy ParloPiano. Yeah. Um. Yes, Thank you definitely. very much for doing this. This is this is very kind of you to take time out of your dog sitting to do our show.
1: <laughs> of course. Thank you for, you know, having me on after our, uh, you know, tumultuous past podcast experiences. I'm glad that we're able to, you know, get over the past now and happily be on a podcast with you. Well, the
0: band was, I mean, they told me the band's lifted on Amy now, so you can ask her to be on the show again. Um, <laughs> and so true. I did. That's so cute. I did in October and you were like, yeah, maybe in December. <laughs> okay. We slow down. Right. So... <laughs> But it is much appreciated. Well, I'm here.
1: I did it. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back anytime. All right. Seriously. Hey, thanks. No all right. We'll see you Thursday.
0: Uh, Amy Parla Piano, everybody. <laughs> Make sure you check out her shows. They're free on iTunes, just like us. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, happy holidays to you and yours, Amy.
1: Yes, thank you. You too, Dondo. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: And I'll see you in the office maybe tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'll, I will be there tomorrow. Excellent. At our table. With Can't wait. Adnos.
0: Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Amy hogs the tissues from anyone wondering. They're always down by her side. I had to bring in my own. But uh, hey, anyway, thanks for joining us. (laughs) It was a great show. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thank you.